Aaron. We're back at it. Are things feeling a little spooky right now? You know what? Things are feeling very spooky this way right now. Yeah. This right now. This right now. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel you. I just gotta say to people, if I like lose my train of thought or whatever else, I am currently listening to like a playback of the podcast yeah. as we do it, and it's like yeah. delayed, and it's like I'm hearing myself just in. That the, sounds wacko. But I'm doing it for all y'all. <laughs> You're welcome. But Aaron, I do just have to say one. There's one life update that I have to run before we get into anything even related to the podcast. Did you see the news a couple of days ago? The Oscar noms. You mean to a couple days ago? That's right. Nice, oh, yeah. nice. Um, Lady Gaga snubbed. You for know, the Oscar. Yes, but how do you feel? Um, what's the gal's name? Ariana Debose. Yeah. For yeah. Um, West, West Side, Side Story. Oh, well deserved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and Gaga, honestly, she needs a chill pill. She ended up posting on social today. She was like, I am so proud of the makeup artist on the show. Because that's like the it's one like, person that got nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you um, imagine doing all that PR and not getting the nom? I, I mean, at least she can say that she went to that one school and she went to the other yeah, school yeah. and she did those classes. Uh, yeah. You the know, Stav- Stavlowski and whatever it is. <laughs> Slavowski method or, yeah. method or whatever it yeah. was. God. Hey, Prairie. Um, the one thing that I have yeah. okay. is I saw Griff this weekend. Oh, yes. How was it? She was snubbed also at the Brits. Snubbed? For Best New Artist. But you know what? I don't give three fucks. Yeah. So I went to the venue and it was like the same size as the fine line. That's awesome. And she's, she fucking delivered yeah and not just her like the opener delivered spoiler there might be that might be my single obsession oh okay it might just be griff on griff on griff okay but like mark my words the next time griff is touring yeah she's gonna be touring in way bigger venues like palace at the least xl i don't know if that's okay well maybe third tour aim big aim big you know we We've been very excited about this episode. We have a... Dying for it. Probably, I want to say, the biggest super fan of the podcast... Not a surprise to me, I'd say. Listens every week. Gives me live thoughts. Which, I mean, who else can say that they've done that? If you've done that, please slide into our DMs. And write a five-star review. (laughs) Please. <laughs> Simon, you just wrote one to I just wrote one. Hey, don't, don't get my Did you write two? Did you? Absolutely, I did. As you should. Figure you out should. which one's mine. It's going to be like one of four. So. Wow. There you go. But yeah, we've been trying to have this particular guest on for a while. Uh, we really wanted to have her on for uh, Japanese breakfast. But, you know, sometimes stars don't align. And you know what's so funny about this? Mm-hmm. Is we were going to review two other completely different artists. And then I said, wait, wait, wait. Wait, no, you didn't. Wait, wait, yeah. No, I I literally, like, I saw... Oh, okay, maybe you did. Friend of the pod, Dago Blanco, all over social being like, this new Mitski album is so good. Fair. And I I was like, well, he did... And you were like... Let's bring her on. That's what I said. Well, let's do this episode. Yeah. Because it makes sense. Our, our guest is a big 
Big fan. Big fan. Uh, please welcome to your ears, super fan and my friend, Rochelle. How are you, Rochelle? Welcome, Rochelle. Hi, everyone. This is such an honor. Uh, it's it is so strange. Is it? Oh my gosh, I can't wait I for you like to I'm listen. I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity, this. meeting wow. you, Aaron. Wow. Oh like, well, don't boost my ego anymore. Jeez. I mean, she she sees, sees me all the time. But I don't see you in real life pretty much. That's ever. true. It's so, virtual stuff, you know. I'm so really? amazed by your height every time I see you. So y'all. Probably maybe met very beginning. We never met. Never met. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know that. We met this summer for the first time. It's true. Yeah. This last summer. Mm -hmm. That is cuckoo bananas. Yeah. And now we're now we're all here. And now we're on the pod. And before the pod, Rochelle gave us a tarot reading for the past, the present, and the future of Pop or Flop. And let me just say, the future looks bright. <laughs> Let's it just say that. Shines bright like a diamond, that's for sure. Absolutely. That's right. Now, but we also have something to do to help kind of get us mm -hmm. in the right state of mind and that's make right. sure our energies are all, I don't know, connected as yeah. one. What's the, what's aligned. the word? Aligned. We can aligned. say aligned yeah. to the energy of the universe. And Rochelle, you would describe yourself as a witch. That's Oh, I'm absolutely, absolutely a witch. Okay. I think that's why I became interested in you, Aaron, because you mm -hmm. saved your dog's teeth for spells. And I was like, absolutely. You did yes. save your dog's teeth. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, you did. That's very witchy. But okay, yeah. And I, I think remember. that's when I came out to you as a witch. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't I? I saved them because, like, I thought I might be able to sell them to the local, like, witch community, right? <laughs> I don't remember why, but then I, I started know. talking to Simon about witchy things because then I thought that Simon offered a safe space yeah. to talk about witchy implements. And she was right. <laughs> she was right. That's that's yeah. that's what it is. So what are we about to do? Yes, so we through, have a please. candle from Magic Hour. It's a peace candle. But okay, what we're going wow. to do is we're going to call in the four elements mm. to help us with our with this podcast okay. and as we light the candle each of us is going to speak our intentions of what we would like for this evening oh so oh i am going okay. to call in the earth to ground us i am okay. going to call the air to fill us with insight mm. i am going to call on water to fill us with emotion and creativity Splash. and i am going to call on fire to give us some power oh, that's awesome. so yes Love. I'm lighting the candle, okay. and I hope that we get to celebrate this amazing artist, Mitski, and get to know more about these two amazing podcasters. Oh, I would like to... We have to, we have to hold, hold the it candle. Oh, oh, did oh, it? Oh, it went out. And the Is that bad? Oh my gosh. It I feel like it went out. Oh my abort, god. Abort. I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I just really fucked up the podcast. Okay, we're relighting. Okay. Well, I'd like a lot of things tonight, but I think most importantly, I'd like to have a really creatively fulfilling discussion about music, because that's why we started this. I mean, truly. And Aaron, I'm passing the candle. Um, oh gosh. Put me in the I know spot. there are so many things. I hope to learn about new perspectives, um on how Rochelle listens to music yes. and mm -hmm. kind of how all of this witchiness kind of intersects with music listening. Love that. Great answer. But great conversation too. Great conversation. Okay. And lots of laughs. And now what? Now what do we do? 
And now we're going to keep the candle lit throughout the podcast. Love and it. at the end, we will respectfully extinguish it. Great. And okay. close our circle. Fabulous. Oh, I already feel like we're off to such a strong start. We've got our, you know, everything aligned. Chakras aligned. Intentions are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Invisaligned. <laughs> sponsor. Sponsor. <laughs> Speaking of, Aaron, how is that Casper mattress that you bought? Do you like it? You know what? Yeah. You'll have to wait until our commercial break to find oh, out. Oh, nice. That's good. That's what we do here. <laughs> we have oh, commercials. Man. So, Rochelle, tell me a little bit about your, or wherever you want to start. How you listen to music. Are you like an album girl? Are you a playlist person? What brought you to Mitski? Anywhere that you're feeling that you want to take us. Oh my gosh, those are so many questions I know. all at once for someone who is slightly stoned. And just listen to your heart with which one you want to go so with. So I, know? for artists that I love, I am an album person beginning to end. Mm-hmm. But then I will curate playlists for myself, okay. which is how we started talking about yes. music. Because mm-hmm. I created that anti-anxiety playlist, which featured everything from Aqua to the Arthur theme song. There you go. <laughs> so I love that. I mean, it was a mess, but it was a great mess. Absolutely. Yes, um, yes. So I curate interesting playlists for myself to listen to to get me through the drudgery of the corporate world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. That is how I listen to music. Mm-hmm. What brought me to Mitski is that I'm your stereotypical half-white Asian weirdo so Mm -hmm. i have to listen to anyone who is asian who identifies as queer who is also femme absolutely so that includes like japanese breakfast stan uh that includes like jason that includes tao win like we have like some powerful beings in our corner and they need to be celebrated is miss rena on that list i don't think rena's queer oh yes (sighs) rena is oh Oh, my gosh yes work oh she's on the grid hell yeah well okay. she's okay rena saw i know that she's an ally for 100 percent. i didn't know if she like went her into her songs <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics look we didn't review that one for the pod okay we did not oh, i wish we, we would have we wish we would have that wish was a good album and she makes braces look good that's braces she yeah she has braces i wouldn't know. yeah Check her out at, was it the, like the Met Gala or whatever? She showed up and she had braces and she looked so good. I can't remember what it was. Do you remember what event it was? I do not remember. Oh, gosh. Wow. We'll have to look that up. I, I'm still not 100%. Okay. I mean, I shouldn't be questioning. We should, like, <laughs> we can look this up right now. Google does exist. Oh, oh ding dong. Ding dong. That's it's, Google calling. Is that to short Because <laughs> Simon, you told me to listen and I was like, is she queer? And yeah. I was like, she's queer. Oh, yep. She came out. Okay. Work. Okay. She identifies as bisexual and pansexual. Work. There we go. We love that. Uh, another queer, uh, I think like Asian woman, right, is uh, Haley Kikio. Yep. Ki- is that Kyoko? Kyoko, yes. Yes, Kyoko. Yeah. Kuoko, uh, that's someone else. <laughs> Kikio? <laughs> Kuoko. Kuoko. That's the, that's the actress lady. You know who isn't queer but is Asian? Griff. There you go. And she's great. Isn't everyone a little maybe? No, I don't I'm not a, I'm not Asian. No. Queer. <laughs> <laughs> no, um queer, I meant not Asian. Oh. That's like <laughs> I think that's a good question and a good conversation topic is can you be queer and straight? 
I have slept with a decent amount of men, but I really regret all of those decisions. <laughs> well, you can be on the, I mean, you can be on the spec. Like, I do call myself sexually fluid, but again, I regret all of those decisions. Yeah, men are trash. I feel like I am a firm believer that you can be queer and like be interested in the opposite sex. Oh yeah. Cause I think yeah. absolutely. Yeah. To well, me it's queer. Like you're, there's a straight line and anything that's not straight line, I think is queer. It's a deviation. It's different. And, and gender so, is also a spectrum. So how are you going yeah. to define attraction along that spectrum too? Justice for Che Diaz. Oh God. Am I right? <laughs> Horrible. Really a pioneer. <laughs> God. Laying the groundwork if, for all of us. If Che doesn't mysteriously succumb to an illness and pass in the next season, I don't know what I'm gonna do. They're writing her off. Go writing to, them off. Yeah, there you go. Going to their um, comedy concert. Um. <laughs> okay. Quick thing. Yeah. I guess the actor that portrays Che mm-hmm. was also in Grey's Anatomy. That's true. That's and, true. And like, I think a lot of. I saw on, like, Twitter, someone posted, like, JDS pilot, or, like, Che's Anatomy. Che's Anatomy. And I was like, if that's not part of the pilot season that she's going into, I don't know. <sighs> well, look, I could start a whole other podcast on that show, but I don't have the time, you know? One podcast is enough. One podcast is enough, Rochelle. This is too much. <laughs> so, Rochelle, you, just to kind of play back, you were saying that you listen to, like, you go out of your way to try and find artists that, for lack of a better term, like, are like you and like your identities. I would say in a way, but you know how you have that, like, oh, I bet they're queer, and then you just have a feeling in your gut, and then you Google it, and then you can't find anything, and then five months later, it comes out that they have a wife. Or a husband, uh-huh. or a spouse who mm. is non-binary. We don't know gender. That's right. Um, that's the kind of vibe that I usually get. I'm like, mm. hmm. But I would say most of the musicians I listen to are fluid in some spectrum. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do we think that there are artists, celebrities, influencers? that identify as queer as a fad without having to actually be oh you are opening that oh can of wow okay. you're, you're, you're going there because the the question is gay baiting the question cough, well, cough, harry styles well and the question is about two of my favorites and mm. i don't want to get slaughtered oh, from no. the stands is that People debate, are Japanese breakfast and Mitski actually queer, or do they just hate being straight? Wow. I, oh my gosh, I can see I'm not see saying it. it, I'm not saying it. I can I don't see those Reddit threads now. It. I can see them. Oops, we forgot to edit it out. Oop. <laughs> oh, that, that is... I, I accept both of their queerness, and I, I love them, and I hope to marry both of them, probably at the same time, but... Look, if you're releasing albums like Japanese breakfast... She has a song called Sit. She's yeah. clearly asking to sit on someone's face. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. As one does. As one does. Ugh. Mitski is a little more ambiguous. The <clears throat> only time she's really come out there with her sexual orientation is she said that she's a Libra, which means that as long as you treat her like a princess, that pretty much anyone's good to go, which means her sexual orientation is air sign. Period. 
You're also a Libra, right, Aaron? I am a Libra. Aaron, sounds like you. But I don't know... Anything goes. Are, are you tr- if you're spoiled, <laughs> is anyone good to go? I guess is that that's the question. Mm, mm-hmm. If someone spoils you. Yeah. No. <laughs> I actually, I feel like I'm way more of a giver. Mm-hmm. Oh, Very yeah, much a yeah, giver. That's true. That's true. Very much yeah. a like, mm-hmm. I would rather you orgasm and like have the best time. And that actually mm-hmm. turns me on. Wow, oh. we're, we're getting real sexy. So I here. would say, like, me being spoiled is probably like flip that tarot card around. Oh, <laughs> oh we're going to reverse that. Oh, now. wow. Okay. I mean, we did have a tincture. Tincture, is that the term? That is the term. We did have a tincture for sluts right before this as part of our, you know, our getting ready for the pod. So yeah. I'm, I'm ready to be a slut this weekend in Austin if you're there. <laughs> oh, yes. I love this, me. Aaron. I have a couple friends in Austin. I'll, I'll make some calls. Aaron's going to have a great weekend. Oh. I actually am just um, booking out a sauna. There you a go. room in a sauna yeah. the whole time. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Actually. Who needs to sleep? Yeah, people do that sometimes when they go to Chicago for I like homework. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You go to the Korean spa, King Spa in Chicago, you don't have to get a hotel room. You can just spend $35 and you have a t- like as long as you want in the Korean spa. Now, do you think at the Korean spa, they get on to some people and like, hey, you've been here a little. No, they'll give you toothbrushes. Incredible. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could Please do that. Stay here. I could do that instead of Steamworks for next market days. You know, you know what? That's the new market days hotspot. That's right, King Spa. Steamworks, you cu- you charge us $100 for the weekend? Fuck I mean, you. there are literal baths. It is a bathhouse. Yeah, yeah. Well, we gotta stay clean somehow. Plus, cis white gays have to take over something at yeah. some point, you know. Something probably. Why not the Korean spa, <laughs> you know? It's slowly going down the list of who's discovered it. So, That's true. white cis gays, I really think, is next on the list to make these things pop in. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know if that's an appropriate term considering the shooting that happened. Oh, oh my God. That's right. Is, that is was. Pa- okay. <laughs> I think this might have come up last week, but maybe Poppin, it didn't. Poppin. No, but there's like all of these sayings that we use in our common like vernacular uh-huh. that are like overtly racist or sexist oh, yeah. or like just really problematic. Mm hmm. Is poppin' one of them? I think poppin', I think about guns and killing yeah, people. Yeah, I just think pop, pop, you know? <laughs> I just did a gun sign. I'm sorry yeah, about no, he that. Did. He did. I, I well, I'm to. not kidding you. When I was in first grade, I pointed at a girl <gasps> in, like, the cafeteria, and I had a teacher come <laughs> no. up to me and go, did you point a gun at the other kid? Like, a, a handgun? <laughs> and I was like, no, I thought it was just pointing. <laughs> Aaron, be honest. No. Okay. I wasn't. But I didn't like her. So. <laughs> so it, it was a metaphorical gun, maybe. And we might have also talked about this in the pod. I don't know. We didn't talk about that. On but the no. How crazy is it yeah. that there are, back in the day, there used to be those pop guns. Oh, yeah. And they looked like real guns. They looked like real guns. Yeah. And they made like a pop. Yeah. Pop. Yeah. Not in this age, Mama. Never again. <laughs> Never again. That's right. <laughs> that, that's gonna... There were some wacky toys that you can't do these days. No. Mm-mm. But you can still do Easy Bake Oven. And Barbie's Pool, whatever that was called. And Beyblades. Uh, and Beyblades. 
<laughs> and you know what? Pokemon. Why not? The kids still love it. The, the, I still love it. That's right. I'm playing. Arceus, Arceus, however you want to pronounce it. Are you getting into the Pokemons at all, no. Rochelle? No. But if I'm, <laughs> but someone in your family might be. Oh, yeah. Both of my parents are wildly addicted. They, to Pokemon Go, I'm going to guess. Oh, yeah. The, the, they've the, literally traveled around the world for this game. <laughs> Not joking. It feels, I love it. It feels like it is true, truly like a generational... Pokemon Go is like a traditional oh, yeah. game. Yeah, everyone loves that. But it's like, it's now it's become just like the hardcore Go fans that are younger, and then the people that like, like your parents that like probably don't even know all the Pokemon. No. Well, now she does. <laughs> yeah. Now they do. I mean, my mom like literally escaped her country in the dead of night as a 14 year old without her family, mm-hmm. sunk her boat. Like, saw a dead baby get thrown overboard because it died three days in. Like, yeah, got to Iowa without her family, without speaking a word of English, went to school, the whole thing, became an Mm -hmm. engineer so she could travel around the world and play Pokemon Go. I mean. American dream. American dream. You know, you don't live to work. You You work to live. And you live to play Pokemon Go. Apparently so. (laughs) And you live to play Pokemon. That's how it goes. And that's. That's that on that. So, uh, before we go on to the album, which we have not touched on, we have not even said what we're reviewing. We haven't well, even we'll said. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll oh, see. Okay. Don't spoil anything. We'll debate. <laughs> what the hell are we even here reviewing? Mitski's latest album, with, which for a second I thought was Mitski. I thought like uh-huh. <laughs> it was a fun pronunciation game, but oh. it's just Mitski. Mitski, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, outside of her album artwork, I have no idea what what Mitski looks like. Oh yeah, I didn't do you didn't any. Watch the videos. Didn't watch any of the videos. Okay, all right. But I did listen to the album quite a bit. There you go. Um, though, what I wanted to ask you, Rochelle, is because you've listened to literally every episode of Bob or Flap. Mm. What has it been like? Just... Are we okay? You know know what? You know what my favorite episodes are? Yes. Are when it's just the two of you together. Really? And I get to hear about your friendship. And I get to hear your adorable banter. It makes me really happy. Oh my god. And also, Simon knows it's the highlight of my week every week. And it it always makes me laugh. I mean, if you're a, a listener out there who is like, hey, are you guys going to come back on, to the pod when we took that extended break? Rochelle was the loudest voice. She's like, we got to get that back. It's because of you people that we were like, well, we have a lot of, we have a few people being like, you should really start get back again. And we did. And I, I still, every time someone's like, I listen to your pod. It makes me so happy. I just... I just smile. I get I get beaming. So just thank you for live listening. We are really you, appreciate it. Oh are you gosh. nervous at all about listening oh, I'm not to this episode? To this episode, I can't stand to hear my own voice. Mama, once you've done fifty three episodes, yeah. you're like whatever. I was a radio DJ for years and also refused to listen to <laughs> any of my recordings. And we were supposed to audit ourselves. I was on the board, and I refused to audit myself. I was a really bad board member. (laughs) But a board member, I I think you'll be at least listen to like three minutes of it, so it counts as a play. 
you know? Okay, Period. I'll do that. Because like that. She's a real fan. If you want to be in the running for, like, most listened to episode or any of the things. I mean, Mitski's fans are very Wild. big fans, so. I bet you if know. we posted this episode on the subreddit, just threw it out there, we'd get some listens. Probably. We did it with Carly Rae Jepsen. We it did. worked. We did. Um, and Lana. <laughs> so what's your history with Mitski? Yeah, tell why, us Why is that. she one of your favorite artists? Oh, that's a great question. I think I discovered her before the Be the Cowboy era. 2018. In the puberty era mm -hmm. because of the song All American Boy. Because that song about being in a relationship with a white boy and never and overcoming that cultural gap and distance mm -hmm. just really spoke to me as a human being. Um, because no matter what, I, I mean, no matter what for me, I'm probably going to be dating a person of another race, mm -hmm. um, being a mixed race human being in a place that's mostly white. Um, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. having to deal with those cultural Shout out to Minneapolis. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> white oh people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that really spoke to me and her raw emotionality, her critiques of capitalism, her lyricism, um, all really spoke to me. But in the Be the Cowboy era, that like really got me on my feet. I bought the vinyl, I listened to it constantly. I bought tickets to see her in Louisville and then I didn't go because <laughs> the show was in Louisville. Yeah. That yeah. meant going to Kentucky and I really tried to avoid that as much as possible. I do too, I get it. So yeah. um, I unfortunately did not see her there but I did see her at Pitchfork briefly because it was a festival, everyone was everywhere. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. um, I've loved her for a while now and have been looking forward to this album for a very long time. Yes, yes. Um, Aaron, were you familiar with Mitski at all before this episode? Not one dime. Not one dime. And me, I'm so I'm, I'm in the middle of both of you. I knew her. Um, I came in a little late. I saw the Nobody video from Be the Cowboy and was like, oh, what's this? This is really good. And then I got into that album and have been a fan ever since. So we have quite the spectrum here. What I just want to say to the leaders out there mm -hmm. listening is if there's an album coming up, like think at least two weeks out because we plan. Yeah. Thank if there's you. an album by an artist that you don't think that we're going to know about that you love, mm -hmm. slide into Simon's DMs, slide, slide into my DMs. DMs, slide into the Bopper Why Flop not? DMs. Yeah. Like we would be more than happy to consider that album mm -hmm. because I would have never suggested Mitski right. if it wasn't for Dago Blanco. There you go. And even with that, I wouldn't have known that Rochelle, you would be a fan. Yeah. It all came together. It all for came this together. Episode. Absolutely. So mm. just putting that out there in the universe. Mm. What mm -hmm. I will say, so can, should we dive into the album a little bit? Absolutely. It's about time. It's about time. What so I listened to this album probably six, seven times, mm -hmm. maybe more than that, quite a bit, because, spoiler, it's leaning towards Bop territory, wink, wink. Oh, wow, little teaser. Ooh. Who knows, who knows? <laughs> little teaser. And it's a digestible album, 32 it's minutes. It's 32 minutes, and she's turning 32 this year. Did she do a Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift? Swift. Did oh, we yeah. have to mention her? I hate myself right now. Yeah, that you was, brought it that's up. on you. That's you on brought you, it up. I did. But I thought the same thing. Yeah. 
But one thing that kind of like Taylor Swift with her spark or be, what is the album? Uh, I mean, don't ask me. I really don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Third album, Speak Now. Sure. Yeah. The entire Speak Now album was all songs only written by Taylor Swift. This album, from what I at least saw from the eight of ten songs I went to the bottom for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's the writer of all the songs. Yeah. And historically, she's been the only writer. I mean, come on now. And these songs are pretty great. Pretty good. Pretty great. I mean, what I will say about this album is it's an album that requires your attention. This is not an album, at least for me, where I could be like doing something and have this on in the background and really? get for me, no. I think I don't you're think going so. to miss some of her subtle details mm-hmm. if you don't fully pay attention. Just because her lyrics might be sparse, but they're so dense that yes. you could easily miss something. Yeah, there are quite a few songs on the album I noticed where like the lyrics, like the full lyrics are like not that long, like a little pinchier, you know, your thumb and your forefinger, just that big, right. you know. Right. But she says so much in that short amount of time where it's like I would, you know, the first couple listens, it's on my AirPods, and I'm like, you're not going to get the full story there. So then later, when I throw in the cans, you know, for the full experience, that's when you like notice all of that, you know. Yeah, and I, I will say that one of the things, the themes I saw, both in terms of just word in almost every song, was mm-hmm. into the dark. Yeah. Or like, welcome the darkness, welcome the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think the, like, dark is meant to symbolize? Well, I've, I've read a little bit on the album and what I was getting was, you know, she, like 2018, her last album, Be the Cowboy was like really a takeoff for her career. I think, um, she sang her single nobody on like all the major late night shows. I got a ton of airplay and people like. I think she just got out there on a more mainstream, you know, channel. Channel, yeah. and I think like when your boost, like your platform is boosted, it can really change your relationship with your art and what you want from your chosen medium. I think, and I think she is just kind of grappling with that. I also read too that she had retired from music quote unquote and then and then found out oh my contract says I have one more album yeah it's true yeah so I think a lot of it is just like kind of dealing with a new level of fame and maybe being done with your the way you're you know broadcasting your creative voice and maybe looking for other avenues yeah Mm -hmm. isn't that interesting I I mean there definitely was a song it felt like where she was laying on her front side with her fingers in her vag <laughs> and just kind of masturbating yeah, as you do. over the thought of someone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, if if it's all navigating being a celebrity. I just thought that was a major theme. But isn't sex cr- a creative venture too? Absolutely. Uh, oh. And I mean, the same math is... I can't say that word right now. Simon, you try that word for me. Wait, what? Machiavelli? No, I can't say it. Big Mac? 
the BDSM of that song. Oh. That word. Yes. Okay. With the soft Sado, and all. Yes. I quit. Sado Sado None of us can say that word. We're Masochist? failures. I don't know. There Masochism. you go. Thank you. God, you got Jesus. It. We got there eventually. Oh, a lot. Took us a little bit. Um, <laughs> yes, that. I mean, that could be about performance. Fair. It could be. Fair. And I mean. Or it could be about fucking the pain away. It, oh. Which I think. Go. Yeah. <laughs> that was the theme of the album a little bit, it felt like, to me. Yeah. But, you mm-hmm. know, performing the pain away, too. Yeah. Yeah. Get on that stage. It and will. that's why Mitzi's brilliant, because every single one of these songs probably works on three or four different wavelengths. You know, I had this thought when I was listening to the album. Like, I hate to bring her up again, but when you, like, read through, in my opinion, again, okay, Swifties, but when you read through, like, a Taylor Swift song... I feel like fans are reacting as if there are so many layers to what she's saying. But that's like, it, it, and it's like, no, it's not that deep. I think what you're looking for is a Mitski. Like, I think Mitski should be Tay Swift big. So, my opinion. I'm just saying. Like, her, her lyricism is that level. You know what I mean? No. Okay. I want to defend Taylor Swift mm-hmm. for the sole point of I think that there are artists and songs that are truly meant to be kind of a riddle to um, to crack. A lot of a lot of analogies, a lot of symbolism, a lot of um, kind of hidden messages baked into the to the songs. The reason why Taylor Swift I feel like is so popular is because her lyrics, you get it right away. Mm-hmm. You can relate to it right away. Mm. You can feel the same way that she was feeling right away. By having it be a simpler music or lyrics, it makes it easier for us to digest, makes it easier for us to be able to relate to, and that's probably the reason why Taylor Swift has found as much success as she has and why she has been mm. viewed as such a great lyricist. I'm not saying that that means that she's better than Mitski. I just am saying that mainstream artists, I think it's easier to digest easy music than it is to digest harder music Mm. that has a lot more symbolism, a lot more deeper meaning behind it that isn't as easy to crack on the first level, the first listen. Yeah, I think I'm just... I'm reacting to, uh, you know, stories I'm seeing where it's like, you know, the the Instagram stories you see is sometimes it's like, God, what was a Shakespeare, the way they're reacting to this? And it's like, it's not, like, it's not that complicated, people. It's not complicated, but all it does, I don't think music needs to be complicated for I'm not it, to, saying it does. to pluck the right string in not, your heart of like, Not fuck, saying it does. That's exactly me. It's just people really dissect the lyrics. Of and Taylor Swift is worth dissecting. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this the the reactions I get are like they're digging into the taste the taste Swift lyrics. They're really dissecting. It's like it doesn't need it. It's pretty much telling me everything. You know, it's right there. And that's what I was all I was saying was Mitski is someone who requires that attention to like sit down, read through the lyrics, take your time with it. Personally, that's how I, I feel. I agree. That's how I feel. 
And you know the darkness, because I have to bring it back to this, and I told yeah. you both that I would be bringing mm -hmm. this up, is that she does have a Scorpio ascendant, so she has a Scorpio rising, which leans deep into the darkness. Also, mm -hmm. Scorpio ascendants, for any listeners out there, yeah. um, Scorpio ascendants are sexy as fuck. So, so. if you're out there, Scorpio <laughs> ascendants, What is it? Okay, yes. what is... Yeah. Take me... Take, Take me back journey. one yeah. level, yeah. because I don't understand so what ascendant is, means. This is astrology. This is your rising sign. Okay. So this yes. is like where you are in the earth when you are born. So okay. some people say this is like the most accurate placement, more so than your sun sign. This is more oh. who you are than your sun sign. Some people think that. Oh, some wow. people don't. Okay. Um, right. So it goes sun, moon, rising. Is that yep. how it goes? Okay. Sun, moon, rising. I, I have the co-star app. On my phone. There you go. There you go. At least I did. No, I had it. And Simon, I think you're a double Leo, and I think that you are. I'm calculating. You are a Libra moon. Okay. I think. Okay. Because I think I looked this up for you. We will verify shortly. Keep talking. Aaron, I know that you're a Libra, but I don't know anything else about your chart. We well, could find that out. It's, it's, we're just a, a hop, skip, and a jump away. Because for as gay as this podcast is, you really have not talked about your astrological signs enough. We, which ha is a we big haven't shame. had someone like you here before. <laughs> this we is wouldn't, the first. We okay, wouldn't know how to have I have the literally been rejected on dates because of my <laughs> astrological chart. Like, people will ask to see my co star before we go on dates. Oh, and I'm God. always like, oh, are God. we going to go on co star? Because I don't really like co star as an app, and I don't believe in their house system that they select and they're like well just Period. add me and then they'll be like oh you have a lot of air signs and then we just never talk again yeah if that happened it'd be like i think i dodged but at the same time if, yeah. A person, yeah, I dodged a if a person does read through my whole chart i'm like hmm you must actually have been interested because right. you read through my whole damn chart oh i'm realizing why i couldn't download the app is because i turned off wi-fi we're trying to figure out oh, how this that's whole... right so i just turned off the Wi-Fi. I had my data. So I'm a Leo Ascendant. Moon in Libra. I just said all of this. Yes, you did. Okay. And what does that mean for me now? That you are very Leo. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> very gregarious, very outgoing. You have a regal air about you. Wow, that's true. <laughs> And mine's mine's still downloading, but it's it's getting there. But I've done it's getting it. There, I've always read that Leos need to be the center of attention. I don't feel that about myself. I don't think you do. No, I think you like being a wallflower a little I bit. Do a little bit. You like finding like one it, person to connect to and just sit on the couch with them. I can't. Re yeah. Oh, you just got called up for being booed out. Yeah. Booed out. No, no, that's not what he's oh. saying. <laughs> um, if I don't know people at a party, definitely. I'm not jumping in. You know what I mean? It no. also depends on what house those mm. signs are in, which I can't remember. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know. I'm just going to hand it over to you. Okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, so you're a Pisces ascendant. So I love Pisces because it's the end of the cycle and I think it's like all encompassing of the traits of all of the previous signs so you can kind of just get the scope of humanity that's the kind of mask that you put on and that's like a kind of 
prominent uh, you feature of you. And like Pisces are known to be a little bit psychic. Um, oh, wow. Pisces, they're um, a little emotional because they're a water sign. Mm. And you are an emotional person because you also have a Cancer moon. And he that's just, actually... He just hides it. That's a good combination. Well, the moon sign you do hide. You oh. do kind of hide the moon. Hide the moon. But that the cancer moon and cancer is a happy place because cancer rules the moon. So you have a happy place right there. And moon and Libra, what am I hiding? You're hiding your need to attach to people. <laughs> you know? Oh my okay, god! Well, that, you heard it here first, people. Well, you probably haven't heard it here first, to be honest. <laughs> I'm gagged right now. How dare. That was, that was pointed. How dare. That was pointed. Oh my gosh. Here are my houses, by the way, if you need a look. Your houses. I'm yeah. also a Slytherin. <laughs> I mean... What do you think? What do you think? This is turning into the astrology hour, which I'm totally... It is on. a little bit. Okay, so you have Leo in your first house, and that's an Aries... Or... Aries domicile, so okay, okay. I mean, yeah, that doesn't really speak to. I would need to like look at what this is conjunct. No, it's because it opposes your Saturn. That's why you might be a little bit of a wallflower. Okay, yeah, well, that's why that explains that. That explains. Um, that. and then you are a Mercury Libra. Oh, in your seventh house, you have super happy placements. Wow, because okay. Libra and the seventh house are buds. Super happy placements. Does that mean like I'm, I'm like positive outlook, or does that mean it like... means like they work really well together? Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, and your Lib, you have Libra. Whoa, you have Libra, Mercury, Sun, and Mars. But your Mars is in your eighth house, which is kind of a sexy placement. Ooh, your Scorpio's in a sexy place. You have a Pluto and Scorpio in the eighth house. That's a really wow. Sexy I place. didn't get any sexy. Talk. Yes, you have a sexy placement because you have Leo in your first house. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My apologies. My apologies. I'm sorry. I take it back. Simon. Are they? I don't know that. Yeah, well, and you have Leo ascendant in your first house. Okay. Fine. All right. All right. I take it back. <laughs> We've talked about this. <laughs> we have talked about this before. But I'll I keep just, hearing we can just sexy, give more. Sexy. We'll sexy, just give more. Sexy. Com- you are so sexy. We'll give more compliments. That's what I heard too. I'm bringing sexy back. <laughs> but like Mercury diplo- is um, Mercury and Libra, like you can use your communication skills to bring diplomacy. That means Period. like bringing people together oh, in that seventh yeah. house. I don't like, do that. You, you're not a connector. <laughs> He's lying. He's absolutely like, a connector. Yeah, yeah you, you yeah. kind of are a networking slut just a little bit. Ab- you heard it here. We're pro slut. You pointed. Pointed. Networking <laughs> slut true. for sure. Gets off on that. So that's how... Have I... you heard of Stonewall Kickball? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that's of true. Bubble Bunts? That's right. Bubble Bottoms? I was a proud member. <sighs> bubble Bunts. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would read you, just wow. briefly. Incredible. For Incredible. <laughs> for okay, what else do we have to say about the album? That's it. Bring it back. That's the only thing? Um, I wrote stoned first listen thoughts. Oh, please. Give, me, give me a rundown. Yeah. So for the first song, which mm-hmm. I did not write the names of these because I was stoned. Oh, I did. Um, for <laughs> Valentine, Texas, I wrote, is this the Matrix? Nice. Because Not Matrix Resurrections. No, actually, yes. Dang it. Because as terrible as that movie might have been, the mm. meta-ness of it. And it was the very fact meta. The, they didn't want to make it. 
but made it anyway. But had to. I was like, this is her thesis statement right there, and it aligns to the new Matrix movie. I understand what she's saying, honestly. I get it. I know what she's saying right now. Can I say one of my favorite things about The Matrix, the new one... Oh, God. I didn't finish it. ...is that, like, there's so many Sense8 people that she cast in it, which is, I think, is probably her going, like... If I'm going to make this movie, if I'm going to have to go through the action of doing this, I'm going to make sure that all the people I like are getting a paycheck. Mm. You know what I mean? And also, uh, what's her face's name? Tilda Swindon? Yeah, Tilda. No, um, so Trinity, her new name in the Matrix Resolutions. Tiff. We love the name Tiff. I cut it. Tiff. That's what I that's what I call okay. my Nito, my robot vacuum. But Bugs made up for all of it because Bugs was very hot. That was true. And I'm pretty sure was in a very queer relationship in that movie. Is that now is the actress queer? Bugs Bunny? No. There's a new Bugs. Mm. It's a new character. There's a new Bugs in town. <laughs> Did I just uh, say a new Bugs? I mean Move over, Tiff. <laughs> but yeah. Back from tiff. away from the terribleness of that movie, I did think they sh- <laughs> shared a line of sight of. I mean, Mitski did it very beautifully and very, very well, beautifully. and did the meta of it all. But I did write as my first thought: Is this the Matrix and mm-hmm. meta? It was very meta. My first thought for the second song. So hold on. Should I just go through the should list? Should we? Of should we also just say? whether or not a song was her top bop or biggest flop as you're going through that. Thoughts? Oh, God. Do we want to spoil it? Are you the guide of the album and we just... It's up to you guys. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Then, okay, this then we is can, an on-the-fly. Then, the then ooh, we're changing up format. Changing we're up changing the format. Up the format. We talked about this We've in the tarot reading. The present. This we're is a special looking, episode. We're going to change okay, it up. So then we want to probably talk a little bit more about than just the Matrix for this. <laughs> okay, so we'll pause on anything that is our top bop or biggest flop, and we'll chat. How about that? Yes. Okay. This and, is not a biggest flop or top bop for me. Same. No. Okay. But so I, we, we keep moving on. Continue. I, I thought it was a great opener, though. Great opener. I thought it really set the scene for like what the album was going to be. I think generally the album gives like 80s soft synth rock funeral vibes, which I'm very into. Um, like, I feel like if The Weeknd w- died and was going to have a funeral, like, this would be an appropriate album for it. Like, I think he would really love that. You to know? me, this this song or, made me think that I was going to get a Sharon Van Etten album. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. And you have tickets for that, right? I don't know if I do. <laughs> I feel like you do. I, what, I, is she coming here? I feel like you texted me like... You do. I, you I, do, It's Aaron. really weird that I know this. I feel like you do. I saw her at Outside Lands. Oh, was But that do a... I have tickets again? I'll have to look at my Check phone. your email. Yeah, I'll have to look at that. <laughs> so many shows. Well, the thing yeah, is... Yeah, because the... she's touring on the Wild Hearts Tour. The Wild Hearts Tour. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'm going to go to it. I will go to it. With, with Angel Olsen and Julian Baker. There you well, go. Angel Julian Olsen Baker. did the one song with her, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. All right. Thoughts on song two, Working for the Knife? Um, Working for the Knife, I wrote, is the anti-capitalist love song. Uh, yeah. You can say that again. 
Okay, explain what the knife is. Uh, the knife is what's being held to your neck. It could be the debt economy. Mm -hmm. It could be that last album on the contract that you're being forced to write. Or it could be that Matrix movie that no one really wanted to see. Mm -hmm. um, it could be the job that you have to have to have your house or just to pay rent. Yeah. It could be anything that sucks the soul out of you, but you have to continue on with it. Mm -hmm. Dying mm. for the night. And that you line. have to give up your creativity for, I think, is the really <sighs> crucial part because the line, the lyrics of, I used to think I'd be the one now at, I used to think I'd be the one now at 29, the road ahead appears the same. Just yeah. like, ugh. Okay, yeah. that rang that rang true with me. That hit a bell because the, yeah, the, it was like, I think when I was 20, I was thinking, bright skies ahead, <laughs> like there's so much more. And then like I'm 30 now and I'm like, I feel like I'm more or less in the same spot I was, at least like in some perspectives. You make a little more money. <laughs> a little more money. Yeah. <laughs> but like probably also life costs more now. That's true. The debt economy. The debt economy, mm -hmm. baby. Like the more you have, the more you own, the more you owe, and the more you just keep on this wheel. This one really hit heavy. I mean, this is like... Her lyricism is so fucking good. She just hits it. You know what I mean? She yeah. hits it. I said this was her Capricorn moon and her Neptune and Capricorn, by the way. Absolutely. As far as her chart is concerned. Mm -hmm. Completely aligned. I said the same thing. <laughs> Completely agreed. That's oh, and the, and the first song I said was her Mercury and Virgo. Mm, I don't I, know if I agree with that. But... Take her or leave it. <laughs> take her or leave it. Anyone's top bop or biggest flop? Nope. I loved this, but no. I also love this song, but not my top off. Not my top off. Okay. Third song, Stay Soft. Oh my gosh, I love this song so much. Me too. I wrote Mitski, been listening to Nigerian disco and watching Danish films from the 60s. Wow. <laughs> Those are references now. Do you get no, that, Aaron? Not... You know what? So this is what happens when we go through the entire album. <laughs> you don't remember the song? I don't remember the song, like, <laughs> too intently. That's true. Yeah. But it was I like fine. this one. This was a close to a top bop for me. I think this was like a shout out to all of the queers who are like, oh my gosh, is she going to sing a song for us? And then she's just singing about her masturbation. Yeah, fair. This wasn't the song about getting hard, right? It was. It was Harden or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, this was. Oh, yep. I'm, I'm face down on my bed. Yep. Still not quite awake yet. Thinking of you, I tuck my hand under my weight. Just tell me what you want to do. Uh-huh. And that's it. All right. I wrote that was her Mars and Gemini, by the way. <laughs> that sounds right. Knowing Mars. Yeah. And Gemini. Yeah. Yep. Those two sluts. <laughs> and now, uh, four songs called Everyone. I love the lyrics of the song before you say anything. So good. I wrote the song that will re weirdly go viral on TikTok. Ooh, check back in a couple weeks. We'll what, I, what I will say is I audibly laughed at the beginning of the song. Everyone, all of them. Everyone said, don't go that way. So, of course, to that I said, I think I'll go that way. Period. Like Relatable. Very relatable. relatable. Very <laughs> just like to the point. Love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on this one? I wrote this was her Pluto and Scorpio. Okay. 
But also, this was my flop. <gasps> yeah. I know. Biggest flop on and the album? Okay. It was All right. Because one, the placement of it was jarring. You have these three, like, kind of. So for the first song, you have, like, building to that sonic boom. And then Working for the Knife continues to build on that momentum. And then we get our lovely Nigerian disco moment. Love. And then it just stops to the metronome with everyone. And yeah. that abrupt yeah. kind of halt. And we had interesting rhythms with the first three songs. Yeah. And I don't know if it's Mitski like playing a game with us. And it very well could be because she has this like opening the door to the dark and this kind of death wish. Mm -hmm. And we have mm -hmm. this very like metronomic beat in the background. So is this like us being lemmings and just going through our life with the same beat? But at the same time, that same beat drove me crazy. Yeah, it wasn't a fave. And it wasn't a fave that's why it was my biggest flop, despite me loving the lyrics and mm. loving the intention behind it. I just, that beat did not love. Well, we got one. Biggest flop. What are your thoughts on Heat Lightning? I don't know what to do. Simon, we're back to the beatboxing. Fuck. Fuckity fuck fuck. Y'all, we are going to do a different <laughs> audio situation, and we'll be back. Are we back from the dead? We're back from the dead. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I think it sounds... Gosh. This sounds okay. We are back to OG Mike. <sighs> OG Mike, we, we literally can't get fucking We can't right get rid of you. <laughs> we have tried three mics. We've tried one <sighs> mic. We've tried so many different things. I know. Look, we'll get there. All but, right. but you know what? This shouldn't sound that bad. <laughs> Put us on the right path. Where, where are we at with Heat Lightning, Rochelle? I said, honestly, my least favorite of the singles, but probably the saddest. And I like, I love how it captures the feeling of being stuck, which makes it her most depressing song. And honestly, my top up. It was a fucking good song. I love this song. Can we listen really quick and then talk about it some more? Let's listen yeah. to it. Okay, let's listen. Mm. So, we just listened to Heat Lightning. I mean, what a vibe. What a vibe. There, Mitski is such a superb visual storyteller. <laughs> this is like, it's so good. I don't know. I just really, the lyrics really resonated with me, and I felt like every musical choice production-wise was just perfect. And I, I love it. I feel like I've only had one time in my life that has been like this, where I tried to go to sleep and I couldn't, that, that feeling of... Um, and, and probably because of someone and thinking about them and not being able to toss and turn, et cetera. And I didn't, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it portrays that story. I would say it's probably on, not on my top list. Oh God. I love it. I love this one. I'm oh. <laughs> right before the, the, the quick little <laughs> pause, you might've heard me go like, love that song. I didn't remember the song. <laughs> well, I thought it was a single, and it definitely wasn't. So yeah, we were wow. we were all about pegging the song. Fuck what it was. Fuck my drag. 
No, I, <laughs> but I wrote, I mean, if I wanted to cry to a Mitski song on this album. It's real depressing. This one. You think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God, because it's, it's so depressing. The whole giving up the control thing. That's really hard with my like, life. Seeing the shadows of all the things that have come and gone is yeah. like, oh God, yeah. And then I love it too because again, with her working on many levels, like is she talking about a lover? Is she talking about a crush? Is she talking about being held to the knife again? Sounds like a depressive state to me. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It could Ugh. be it could be any of those. It really could be. So it's all what you take from it. And how do you surrender? Because again, mm. giving up that control is the worst thing in the world. For some. And for others, not as much. But uh, yeah, sounds like not a top bop for anyone else. Not a top bop for and anyone else. And that's fine. That's, that's fine. okay. What do we have next? What's the next song here? Next we have The Only Heartbreaker. Oof. Thoughts on that one. That song's a banger. It's a fucking banger. I wrote 100% 80s synth party. It's so good. There, There's, I don't think this is the song. I think it's, I think it's down in the album, but one song sounds like it's like a George Michael song. Mm. Like, it actually sounds like it samples a George Michael song or like that same kind of vibe. But not this one. Not this one, I don't think. So no one's top bop. Not my top and bop. And not a biggest flop. Oh. Not, I mean, it's, I think it's... It's really... It's on the boppage really, territory for oh, me. Yeah. absolutely. And I, and I love, I love the message of just like, in a relationship, I'm always the fuck up. Yeah, well, yep, I, I yeah. love that. You know, like... Can you please do something <laughs> You're to perfect. be not perfect? God. You know? It's if you only made me. one mistake, I'd be relieved. Yes. God. But I took it as, if you only made one mistake, I'd be relieved. Yeah. And I'm going to break your heart because I have the power here. Oh. You think so? I mean... Those, I took it the opposite way, but that's just... I think that says more about me than But Burst and Flooding does kind of portray a mess and like, yeah. look at how messy I can get. And you'll just watch from the window. <laughs> And so you're like, wow, that's a mess out there. That's a mess. You know. Burst and flooding. Absolutely. Do you think she did that for the queers out there? <laughs> I'm asking two gay did. men. I think she did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm soaking. Soaking, mama. Soaking. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have Love Me More. Thoughts on this one, Rochelle? I wrote Libra Energy Like A Lot Piano Ma'am. I love this song. It's a fun, it's, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it holds hands with the only heartbreaker, in my opinion, sonically. Like, it's a great back-to-back. This is where I got amped for the album. Absolutely. It took you this long to get amped for the album? No, but this is, like, where it, it where I got... It was, like, a confirmation. Okay. You're like, well, this, oh, w- this was, like, okay, there's range, there's ups, there's downs, there's lefts, there's rights. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And not only that, like these are songs that like actually had a little bit of a beat to them. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. So it was also fun in that regard. Okay. I would say. And I about biggest flop anyone? No, no but okay. I do have to say, I love how it does echo that new identities that she did in the first song. So she was echoing that thesis statement again. Love that. Love that. All right. right. Next up, we have. There's nothing left for you. Thoughts. Biggest I, flop. Biggest flop. Ooh. Also my biggest flop. Really? Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you why? Please tell me why. It's because the, th- the three songs before it are just so fucking good. They're so good. And I understand why we needed to bring it down just from a tempo standpoint. But it was abrupt. 
it was abrupt and it wasn't, it just wasn't a, a nuanced transition for me. And I, I don't feel like it was that in depth either. No, I didn't. Felt like sh- more on the shallow side for this yeah. one. How about you, Rochelle? Um, I think when that song played, when I was very high during my first impressions, I ordered food. Yeah. And I wrote, it's the intermission. This is, <laughs> it's I wrote, the intermission. this is very sad. Yeah. That's I didn't, all you need. Didn't love that one. And then I wrote, when I was not stoned, I wrote tonal shipped abrupt again and we're all on the same page there tonal shift abrupt it was like whoa whiplash yeah bit. nah don't need that yeah alright so next we have should have been me top up top up <gasps> whoa top up. okay well I guess we're gonna listen to it let's hear listen right back should have been me mm, talk about banger what banger bum 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 literally i think this was the this was the george michael song for me like yeah. or very like kind of 70s 80s like i don't know it's so fun it's so fun it i love this song so much and lyrically on top of that like how do you get the fun song plus those dense lyrics all at once Oh yeah, this, the song the song is truly like I fucked up this relationship, and like that should have been me. And you and you see like the past relationship, and you're like, hold hold up here, she looks just like me. Like that literally like, yeah, should have been me, babe. That and, and kind of acknowledging be, it was my fault too, right? It must have been lonely falling in love with some. What was the line? Falling in love uh, with someone in a maze. We have the lyrics right here. I know. <laughs> I know. Hold on. Please hold on. Well, no. Uh-oh. We have to go back a couple songs. This is going to be a second. Uh-oh. Oh, and drop me in the... Uh, would come lift me out and drop me in the middle Uh-oh. of a labyrinth. Must be lonely loving someone trying to find their way out of a maze. Ugh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yikes. And even how the song opens with... Well, I went through my list of friends and found I had no, no one, one to tell of this overwhelming yeah. feeling of strange serenity. Like, Yikes. oh Ugh. my gosh. Talk, I love, like, a very sad song that you can dance to. It's so fun. <laughs> what I will, I will add with this, too, when it comes to the album as a whole, there's another song that talks about how she's like, I can't, I've run out of people to tell how sad I am. Is that this one? Like, how sad I am, yeah. and, like, how shitty my life is. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That's this one. Yeah. I like this song. I also think it's really interesting in that theme of Mitski being on stage all of the time. Lately, she's called herself this black hole in which people have kind of put all of their emotions into. Mm-hmm. So some of these moments, these overwhelming feelings and like looking at the stage and looking at who is going through, it could be a relationship. It could be another person on a stage. It could be another version of herself. Mm-hmm. Like this person who's completely free of these expectations that have been forced on her yeah. because of this massive and overwhelming fame that she has since been subjected to at the same time. <sighs> Who has, like, again, been forced to hold all of the emotions of Mm. all of these people. Yeah, I I read some line in an article where it's, like, someone from the audience yells, I love you, Mitski. And she goes, you don't know me. That's true. Fair. I love her so much. I love your music is probably the right way to to phrase that, right? 
I like what you do for the world. There you go. There you go. Very nearly my top bop. We almost had a three-way top bop A three-way there. tie? That would have been hot. But no. <laughs> Not quite. All right, what we got next? I guess Rhonda, I guess. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's right in front of us now. What were you? The best part of the song was, if I could keep anything of you, I would just keep this quiet after you. Nice. Mm-hmm. God, the lyrics are so good. Not a fave song of mine, but the lyrics are, I love. Well, there aren't, there aren't many lyrics. No. Exactly. <laughs> but but, part. but mm-hmm. I love how in those songs, like I touched on earlier, like the songs that there aren't a lot of lyrics, she says so much with it. What I will say is, like, I this morning when I was listening to it, she starts off with, I, well, I guess I guess this is the end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is the final song. Not but quite. it's not the final song. She threw you for a loop. Threw me for a little bit of a loop. And I think it honestly it might have made sense to do a little whoop with the final mm-hmm. song. You think? I kind of love the final song be the final song. Really? I do. Should we talk about it? Yeah. Well, the final song is This Is Our Lamp. That's our lamp. I, I, I love that song. I like it too. I like it as an ending. I don't know. I think it's just is like this beautiful, happy note. And she's coming back to us as her audience and being like, you know what? Didn't really want to make this album at first, but look at the beauty we can create together. Together. I love But that. not that one fan. She's out of the room. You, you don't, don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know me. Girl. You don't love me. You don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What a fun album. And you know, we haven't even talked about if we think it's a bop or a flop. We didn't even say the album name, I don't think. That's right. And if you don't know it at this point, Mama, I don't well, know. Well, it's in the title of the podcast, so. <laughs> there you go. Forgive us for once. But, you know, we flipped the script on this pod. Should we say it now? Should we say the name of the album is? <laughs> Laurel Hell. Laurel Hell. There you go. Laurel we recorded Hell. it. It's on record. But guys, you know, let's start with Rochelle, because I think I know your answer. Bop or flop? Oh, for this the album. is definitely a bop, despite some hardcore Mitski fans disagreeing with me. Oh. And I want to address some of that. She wants Please. to address it Name right names. now. Name names. <laughs> Mostly because <laughs> I think a lot of that hate is coming from like white queer Twitterdom who again mm. is expecting Mitski to do all of their emotional labor for them. Yeah. Like people have said, oh, I don't need a therapist. I have Mitski. I don't, I oh. can just play these oh, don't songs. Ever, don't ever say oh, that. I, I can just play these songs to my therapist so my therapist knows how I'm feeling. And it's just like, Ew. Mitski is not a replacement for your feelings or no. for feeling your feelings. Mitski is not a replacement for your therapy. And you know what? As a 31 year old who's gone through my sad and returns, like y- you, you calm down a little bit. Like yeah. heartbreak is heartbreak, but you deal with it in a healthier way. Absolutely. And she deals with it in a healthy way. And maybe you don't need to slit your wrist after every Mitski song. Period. And that's healthy, people. That's, that's healthy. healthy. That's way healthier than the alternative. That's real culture. So, <laughs> oh, so, God. <laughs> copyright. <laughs> maybe we should stop having women of color do our emotional labor for us and do our own emotional labor. And if you didn't hear anything this episode... At least go to therapy, guys. Hear that. Which we have a promo code for... <laughs> better help. <laughs> no, what's, what's the one that like every celebrity uses? That you... I thought it was better help. Headspace. Headspace. Oh, that's just meditation, mama. Oh. Yeah. Better help is therapy. All of them are stealing your data, though, so <laughs> don't true. use any of them. Don't use any don't. of them. Don't. No, no, I, honestly, do love, I do love Headspace. <laughs> I haven't used any of them. I don't use them. I, well, now I use the free stuff. 
So well, that's... it's free because it's selling your data. That's capitalism. That's How capitalism. about if I get it from YouTube? Still, it's still <laughs> selling your data. You we lit. <laughs> yeah. That was a dumb question. I'm sorry. I sorry, guys. I extinguished the candle again. Stop I'm gonna do a little candle, of the spray. We're refreshing. Refreshing it. We're refreshing. Simon, what about you? I feel like I got mixed vibes vibes from you throughout sure. the album. Um, this is one that really grew on me with each listen. And I've listened to this so much at this point that I really put the time in and it gave back to me what I put into it. This is a bop of an album. And I think I'm going to get it on vinyl. I really like it. That's, that's a big, big stance for Simon. That's right. How about you, Aaron? Where are you at? Yeah. So, um, says this is a tough I really I have now listened to it many times Mm -hmm. and I think for me it's 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 a total bot oh (laughs) wow you scared me there yeah oh you you gotta leave people on the edge of of my seat that was good work what I will say is (laughs) this isn't an album this isn't a like every mood album this is definitely god no I mean I Keep it in my back pocket. And I think what I'm going to probably be doing is spending a little more time understanding Mitski in general. Mm -hmm, mm Because I didn't listen to anything before this album. Go back and listen to, like, Be the Cowboy and the album before. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Spend some time on those ones. Um, I would be shocked if you haven't heard Nobody. And then Strawberry Blonde blew up on TikTok too, much to the chagrin of everyone, queer, (laughs) queer women of color and NBs of color and agender people of color. They were very upset about that. So I, yeah, follow me on there. But (laughs) good luck finding me. There you go. There you go. So we've got a certified bop on our hands. Certified bop. Period. We've had some good albums this this season. I so would far. say like more than any album we've reviewed in recent memory, this one really like took the t- it, it's one where you get what you put into the album, I feel like. And it really made me think a lot. I've honest like if I had to rank them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I'd probably at this point Mm-hmm. It'd go years and years, Moo, Mitski. Moo over Mitski? That album was a flop, mama. Not for me. Flop. Not Moo. for me. I really Moo like... flop. It, it's more of my like vibe and more of my... Sure, like, sure. I like Mitski, or I liked... Moo more, but I think... I can't get over Mitski is good, and like I think that Mitski will... Unlike Mamaru, continue to stay on the top and oh. instead of continuing to go down. Oh, that's a shout out to Arua. Shout out to Miles Davis Moody. We love. We love. We love. <laughs> well, we have one more segment to go over, guys. And that's Single Obsession. That's, you know, something not related to the album that you've been really putting on repeat. It's been an earworm for you the last week. What's that song you've been listening to? Aaron, do you got one? Yeah, of course. So, like I mentioned at the beginning of the pod, um, I went and saw Griff in San Francisco. Yes, you did. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. And so, 
two weeks ago, Head on Fire was my top bop, which, honestly, I could probably pick that for every fucking week for the next month, and it'd still be okay, because I fucking love that song. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then last week was Scarlet, Holly Humberstone, which Griff covered on her, like, little segment. This week is the opener from Griff's uh, tour, which is um, Lexi Jade. She has a song called Newberry Park that isn't the top song on, like, Lexi's Apple Music, but I think it must clearly be, like, her most well-known song because it was, like, her final song. Sometimes I don't believe that little top song section on Spotify. I don't know. I don't don't, don't either, but, like, Mm. the song is such a good jam. It was so good to hear her, and it's my single obsession. It's just Griff-themed nonstop. Love it. Um, Rochelle, how about you? What's that song that's just been really on your mind lately? I'm breaking rules, and I'm picking <gasps> two. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, that's and okay. How dare you? One of How them, dare? Simon, is because I feel like you failed the pod, <laughs> and you have not mentioned this band I yet. know exactly what you you're going to say. You do know. Um, it's the band Wet Leg. Wet Leg. They are incredible. They are from the UK. They went viral with one song, Shez Long, and they say it correctly, Every single time. And they got a record deal after what, two songs? Yes. They're incredible. And their lyrics are freaking hilarious. They're like, would you like us to assign someone to worry your mother? Excuse yeah. me, what? Would you like someone to butter your muffin? Yep. That kind they of thing. They do reference yeah. Mean Girls. They're, they're weird and their artistic direction it's is so good. amazing. I was in your wet yeah. dream. That's the, that's their other car. single. Yeah. So good. If you don't know who Wet Leg is right now, you're behind the times, Mama. I'm behind the times. Get into it. They're going Can't to, wait to be in the times. Though. They're going to be everywhere. Well, they sold out so much mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities that they got bumped up to First Avenue for their first show in the United States. It's like crazy. Damn. That's nuts. That's nuts. Yeah. What's the other one? My other one is a similarly like femme, kind of punky, funny, like you could probably hear it in 2005 and 2005 didn't bless us in that way, but okay. we have it now and it's by the Illuminati hotties and the <laughs> wow. song is called, the song is called, <laughs> the title is so good and I'm going to screw it up. I apologize. Okay. Uh-huh. It's mm, mm, mm. Oh, 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 ah, yeah, yeah. That's literally the title. It's like nice. three M's, three O's, like five A's, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll listen to them just for the name. That uh, sounds like a fun jam. Also great lyrics with just like, the DNC is playing dirty. Text me, touch me, call me daddy. Yeah. I'm so sad. I can't do laundry. Like, so genius. All relevant. So of the times. I love it. And they're just like, she sounds like she's doing character voices for like 10 different cartoons in this song. <laughs> it's genius. I so love that. those are my just two pop culture, really, in obsessions a song. of the week. And I'm going to make that. you listen to this. Oh, we're going to listen. We're going to listen. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Simon, mm-hmm. that just leaves you. I know. Um, I've been like re listening to an album that we reviewed on the pod. Um, oh. It's Megan the Stallion, I'm going to guess, again. No, it's um, the Plastic Hearts album. It's just so good. Love Miley. Um, But I've really been listening to Bad Karma featuring Joan Jett quite a lot this week. Very good. Very good. 
Great to throw it back. They say it. And Simon, you also were listening to like every fucking episode last Friday of Flop or Flop, like Look. literally texting all of the different like individual group texts being like, yeah, listening I to the episode. That I was like, thoughts. I'm on all of these and I get to see yeah. all of your thoughts. Yeah. I had a lot of thoughts and uh, when it's right, it's right. <laughs> Y'all, if you can get past some of the the, the, the bad audio, audio I, our episodes are like so fun to listen to. I'm sorry. So fun. Casper, Don't be sorry. Casper, we're Casper, are you? we're sorry that you didn't sponsor us sooner. You fucked up. Again. And that's that. And that's that. Well, now it's time to well, one, Rochelle, thank you so much. Yeah. For, for oh being my gosh, on the pod. I'm so honored. It's been such a pleasure. And bringing all of this like Oh. knowledge these good this good chakra reading our tarot card it didn't mm. it didn't really prove to help with it the didn't. audio at the one point but you know what the that, good vibes have been here that could have been on our present card honestly we really we we really fucked that up that should that should have been we could have just asked the tarot cards like it's because you reversed it That's what's the sign quality but what if we would have flipped it over reversed it would have been i don't know who knows tarot cards how they work we'll never know uh rochelle do you want people to find you and if so where like on social you can find me surfing the astral plane Mm -hmm. you can find me wandering the streets of minneapolis maybe getting lost yeah but like if you find someone who looks confused bring them home but really i'm gonna do (laughs) i'm gonna do a bopper flop first because I don't do I deleted my Instagram from my phone Good for you. because Good of Simon for you. but yeah. I'm going to plug my Lux account which is a dating profile for this is a first this is a first queer non-men but like but trans men have I've seen them on the app too like all fluidities welcome Everyone. so Love my it. name on Lux is R-A-E underscore R-O you can like do Ray, a cutie pie little ad if you want if you like what you've heard do Ooh. a little personal just say hey misconnection like I liked Listen you on that on the podcast pod. I mean I think you're gonna get a lot I mean hey I'm a I'm a Libra sun uh Capricorn rising, Uh Venus in Libra, Mercury in Libra, Moon in Libra. It's a lot of Libra. It's a lot of good things. A lot of Libra. A lot of Libra. Simon, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at the realist Simon. If you're into my kooky tastes on Spotify, you can follow my very eccentric playlist. uh, I love this playlist, and uh, maybe on OnlyFans someday. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Gotta subscribe to the Patreon. One of our eight different levels. How about you, Aaron? Where can we find you? Well, I feel like I have to do the standard thing so that Rochelle can join, which is you can find me at the Aaron on all socials, T H E E H R E N. Weird, I know, but, but you'll, you'll get, get used, used to, to it. it. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, you can yeah. also follow the podcast, Bopper Flop Podcast, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, this was such a fun episode. This was really fun. Thank you, too, again. I know we already thank you, but thank you for bringing all your witchy accoutrement. I feel like it really brought a new energy to the podcast. I love it. The, this is, this, we haven't had this much kind of, like, material, like, physical material with us. <laughs> Never. 
since Alex Piper brought that damn gorillas vinyl or whatever and, and had me like played fuck Mary Kill with the gorillas. He like made me walk through the album and talk about like what I was physically seeing. Yeah, it was good. Which I mean that it was, was a fun episode too. So Rochelle, how do we close the loop on this um this rich this candle ritual that oh, we started? We need to say thank you to the universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for bringing us what we needed. We thank, you. thank you, universe. We you gave us exactly what we needed. And then we can all respectfully blow out this candle. Okay, on three we respectfully blow. One, two, three.